as a coach, a leader of people, much of your answer can be found in how you are coaching and developing yourself. Enneagram for business. Leaders, how often are you coaching yourself? How often are you stopping and saying, I know that I have something to offer this person. I know that I have something to develop them or to lead them, or I have an answer or a solution to their problem. And you just go right after it, right? Especially you type eights, types threes, type sevens, type ones. I think all of us have that within us, regardless of our type, where we want to provide a solution instead of stopping and really understanding, okay, what's really going on here, right? How can I understand the circumstance in its entirety? And typically it's very one-sided. We look at someone that we're leading and we see their problem. We say, okay, how can I pour into it? But we, what we don't consider is our perspective and how our perspective or how we are interpreting the situation really plays a big role in the answer or the solution that we're about to give. And I wanted to share this because I was actually coaching a coach recently, and it really inspired me to share this with all of you. So this will be quick value add that you can take and apply today to your leadership or to your coaching of those on your teams. And I'm just going to read it as I sent it to her in a message, and then we'll unpack it. I stated, as a coach, a leader of people, much of your answer can be found in how you are coaching and developing yourself. So here's the context. This coach was coaching someone else and they were saying, do I do this or do I do that? And I asked her, well, what's your Enneagram type? The coach, because this coach was another Enneagram coach. I asked her, well, what is your type? And I wanted to start there because a lot of her answer can be found in how she's coaching herself because she wanted to approach them in this way or that way. She was very open and, and humble for feedback, but she wanted to approach them in a way that had a lot to do with her perspective. And so I went on to say, consider your type as much as you're considering theirs. There are ways you'll want to naturally handle things that are strengths. Let's maximize those while staying aware that on the other side of every strength, we find our liabilities. We must account for these equally. So yes, we want to use the Enneagram when we're understanding and leading others, when we're trying to get the best out of them and the best for them, right? But we also have to consider our type. And so when I am coaching leaders or I'm coaching teams or working with large groups and teams in their businesses, it's equally important to understand, yes, what is their type, but also what is your type and what are the dynamics at play there, right? What's going on underneath the surface for those relationships? Let's just, I'll use myself as an example. I am a type eight. So when I see somebody with a problem or they're having something that they're dealing with, my natural instinct is to jump in and say, all right, here's the solution. Here's how you move into action. Here's how you take very intense and aggressive action or movement towards accomplishing the goal. But I need to understand, okay, hold on, wait a minute. Let me consider what are my natural inclinations, my strengths, right? What are my strengths in this situation? That is a strength that I can influence and motivate and inspire people to take action. But then I need to consider their type. How do I ensure that I'm empathetic and understanding enough so that way my message gets across? And I mentioned a couple of podcast uh, episodes prior to this in what does marksmanship have to do with leadership? We don't communicate because we speak. We communicate when the person that we're speaking to understands our intent, 
right? We don't communicate just because we say it. That's not communication. Communication is inspiring action. It's helping them to understand this is where I'm coming from. This is my intent. This is where I'm trying to move you. And so we need to ensure that we're actually communicating. And a lot of that lies in the other person and how they perceive us. So there's something that happens psychologically when we don't feel we're being received in an empathetic manner where we actually shut down where we just shut down to the conversation and we move on. For example, here was a big problem in my leadership or in my development of others early on. They would come to me with a problem and I would hit them with a solution. And I would walk them through why that solution made sense and why they need to take action and how this is going to make everything all better. But I never really took a moment to empathize and understand where they were coming from. And here was the response I would get. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Got it. Yep. You're right. Yep. No, you're right. Okay. Yes. Right. They may be affirming everything that I'm saying. They may be affirming everything that you're saying, but they're psychologically shut off to you. They've shut down and they said, okay, you're right, you're right. And you may be right. Chances are you are right. But would you rather be right or be effective? Because there's a difference. You can be right and not be effective. But if you're effective, that's what we're really going for. So when you are coaching somebody, when you are leading somebody, developing somebody, you have to stop and consider, okay, how is my perspective? How does my personality, my understanding, my experience, how is it going to play a role in this? Because these factors are so complex and it is so interesting to me that we just exist in this world without taking these things into consideration. We could be so much more impactful and so much more effective as leaders when we stop and consider what we're bringing to the table, what we're bringing to the solution. Stop and consider how can I empathize and connect with them so they can receive me properly so that then we can get to the action that needs to be taken or even the inaction, whatever it may be. So as I was coaching this person back to the original story and the inspiration for this episode, her answer can be found in the way she's developing herself. And as leaders and coaches, I don't think we spend enough time coaching ourselves because as we coach ourselves, we're going to find the solutions to a lot of the problems that we have inherently, but we're not looking inward. We're not taking the time to see, okay, how am I contributing to this, right? How am I a factor in all of this? Because I do believe that she was looking for an external response. How do I deal with them when the better question was actually how do I deal with myself? Because if I lean into that place, then I will have the solution that best serves them. And here's the thing. Some of you as leaders, this particular person was a type that is a little bit more withdrawn as a leader, as a coach. You'll think, well, I don't want to hurt them, so I'll just fill in the blank, right? We, we're looking for reasons to affirm our natural behavior, even if it doesn't serve us. So I don't want to hurt them, so I'll just. But what I had told this person was, if you don't understand how you're actually withholding from them, you're not going to give them your best effort. And in turn, you're not going to give them the best value. So you're not really giving it all that you have because you're so afraid of how it may affect you. And that is inherently selfish, but we think we're being selfless. We think that, well, if I withhold this, then I'm actually caring for them more. No, you're caring more for yourself, right? And we as leaders, we need to be servant leaders, not subservient leaders, but servant leaders. It's about empowering you 
even when it hurts. Now, I know as a type 8, that's going to be a little bit easier for me, but I struggle with that too. There are certain people that are in my life that are very, very close to me that I struggle with telling them the truth or even giving them the insight that I think might be helpful for them. But know this, that is a question of stewardship. If you have something that you need to share, now I'm not saying go out there again, just go back to the whole context of the episode. We need to coach ourselves, consider all of the circumstances, all of the variables, then formulate the response that hopefully communicates and leads to proper action. So don't just go out there saying whatever you want to say. I lived that life as a type eight for a while. It was very destructive. But know when your motives are more inclined towards protecting yourself than serving someone else. So to end this episode, to land this plane, understand that you need to coach yourself more than you coach others. So anytime you want to go into developing someone else, providing a solution for someone else, leading someone else, first start with, okay, let me start with me. Let me start with understanding myself, what's going on internally, what's going on inside of me. Why am I perceiving the situation like X? Why do I want to give this answer? Why do I want to give this solution? All right, now that I have all of that considered, okay, do I still want to respond in that way or how do I want to respond differently or more effectively? Then how do I consider their type so I make sure that I empathize so I can get this across, right? I need to make sure they receive this properly. Then how do I deliver it? Now, in delivering the conversation, you can go back to that episode on marksmanship and leadership to say, all right, how is it landing, so on and so forth. But this is all the pre-work before having those necessary conversations in your leadership. So I hope this served you. We're going to a different format here now on the podcast. Mondays, I'm going to be giving you short episodes like this. It's me and you. Me and you, we're starting out the week. I'm going to give you something practical or tangible or a story that you can apply from the beginning of the week as you go into your week. And then on Thursdays, we're going to maintain that same tempo, that same rhythm where Thursdays I'm going to have guests where then it's later in the week we get to sit down. Let's have a conversation as the week winds down. So I hope you enjoy this. If you like this, please subscribe. If you loved it, share with someone else. And if it's been impactful for you, let us know in the reviews. We so appreciate you all. Thank you for joining us on another episode of More Than Numbers Enneagram for Business.